Welcome to the Southside Community Church Podcast with Pastor Mark Hahn. We are located at 1815 South P Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. chapter 6 and uh, starting with verse 12 and it said and it came to pass in those days that he that's Jesus went out into a mountain to pray now listen and continued all night in prayer to God and when it was day, he called unto him his disciples. And now, I want you to note this. And then it says this. And of them he chose twelve, whom also he named apostles. Simon, whom he also named Peter, and Andrew, his brother. James and John, Philip and Bartholomew, Matthew and Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zelots, called Zelots, and Judas, which his name was also Thaddeus, the brother of James, and Judas. I carry it, which also was the traitor. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful, God, this morning, again, for your spirit that we have felt in this church this morning. It is a great privilege and a great honor, Lord, to be in this church this morning, to be in the house of refuge, God. We're so thankful, Lord. For all that you have done in our personal lives, God, your mighty hand that has carried us, Lord, this far along this Christian journey. And we're thankful, God, for that today. We realize, Lord, this morning that we had never made it this far if it wasn't for you. And we're thankful and grateful. For that today may god you just be with us for just a few minutes lord as we look into thy word may your holy spirit help us and anoint us god today and we might be able to preach your truths in the son of lord your son jesus christ amen amen and he went out on this mountain And the scripture said here that he prayed all night. He continued to pray to the Heavenly Father. And he prayed about many things. Okay? <clears throat> because 
what was coming in the future was the birth of the church. Huh? We're in this church this morning. Amen. Because of what Christ had done on the cross. Huh? We're here this morning because of the disciples' faithfulness to God. Amen. You see, uh, he was praying for these things that were just about to come to pass as we celebrate this Easter season and all the things that took place, that has taken place, huh? And, And the most focused thing that he was on was God's plan of salvation, huh? But he prayed earnestly to make the choice for the disciples, huh, that would be with him in this ministry to carry on the message of salvation. Now, in verses 5, or chapter 5 and other chapters we see, that he had already went to the disciples, to Peter and Andrew, James and John, and he said, follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. Huh? He hadn't chosen yet. I never understood, I never seen this until this morning, and then I seen it, as I was looking at it and studying this morning. You see, he had went out and already had been preaching and teaching the gospel about the kingdom of God. Huh? And there were many followers and many disciples following him. Huh? What is a disciple? It's a believer in Christ and a follower of Christ. Huh? And, and, it's, and it's the person in the life that they trust. They have faith. Huh? In him. And they believe in Him. And they walk with Him. Amen? Huh? So there were many disciples, huh, that were there. And the Scripture says, let me read it. It said here, And when the day, and when it was day, He's been up all night. And when it was day, He called unto Him His disciples. All right, maybe there was a hundred, maybe there was two hundred, huh? I don't know how many there was there. But then it said, and he chose twelve, and he chose twelve, whom also he named apostles. Amen? He looked out on those men, huh? But you know what? God said, choose him, choose him, choose him, choose him. Until he got down to 12. Huh? See, Jesus, huh, prayed about the who was going to be in this ministry with him. Yes. Listen, huh? Praise God, huh? I thought about this, huh? And I thought, how? Important was this 
You know, we kind of overlook things. I look overlook things in the in the Word of God all the time. I just don't grasp them. I've read them many times, and they just go right over the top of my head. But I've seen something in this. How important this was. Amen. That He chose the right man, huh, for the right mission, huh, to save the world. Amen. Huh? Out of those twelve, huh, there were three sets of brothers. Huh? <laughs> Let me read you this real quick. <clears throat> and it said, uh, let me find this. The twelve disciples. Peter <clears throat> was one of the most prominent of the twelve disciples. He, he was a natural spokesman and also leader of the early Christian church. He was a fisherman by trade and was married. And Andrew was his brother, who also was a disciple. John, who was originally a disciple of John the Baptist, but later became Jesus' disciple. He was the brother of James, the son of Zebedee, a fisherman by trade. James, he was the son of Zebedee, the brother of John, a fisherman by trade, who also partnership with Peter in his trade. He was the first disciple to be martyred after Jesus' resurrection. Andrew, he was the brother of Peter. He brought Jesus to Peter and introduced Jesus to Peter. He also was a fisherman by trade. Philip, he was a close friend of Andrew and Peter, and his trade is unknown. Bartholomew, there's not much known about him at all. Thomas, which I already talked about, he was the disciple that doubted Jesus' resurrection and became famous for being called, for being called Doubting Thomas. Occupation unknown. Matthew, he was also called Levi. He was a, the author of the Gospel of Matthew. His occupation was he was a tax collector. James, he was a son of Alphaeus. Nothing much known about him. Thaddeus, he was also called Jude. Not much is known about him. He was the brother of James. Simon the Zealot, he was a member of a party later called the Zealots. Not much is known about him. Judas Iscariot, if I'm saying it right, he was the disciple that betrayed Jesus. He was the treasure of the group. He later grieved over the betrayal of Jesus and committed suicide. Matthias replaced Judas. He was chosen by the disciples, the twelve disciples. After Jesus committed, or after Judas committed suicide, and he was chosen by the disciples after Jesus' ascension. Okay, <clears throat> so we know a little bit about him, huh? But not much. But half of them were fishermen. <laughs> Amen. You know what he said, huh? Jesus told him, I will make you 
fishers of men. You caught a lot of fish, that's your trade. From here on out, you're going to catch men. And you know, my friend, God is omnipotent. He knows all things. And He knew. He knew in these men what they were going to do. Huh? He knew how they were going to handle the pressures of life. He knew how much they were going to be faithful to Him and faithful to the mission. Amen? And that's why he told Jesus which ones to pick out. You know what? When Jesus called them out, Scripture said that they left all and followed him. Huh? They, their jobs, huh? Their occupation, what they did in life, their trade, huh? All the things they were doing when Jesus spoke to them, come and follow me. They dropped everything they were doing, huh? And left and followed Jesus everywhere he went, huh? And in time as they journeyed along with Christ, huh? Peter said, listen, we left all to follow you, Lord. We left all to follow you. And Jesus said, <laughs> you'll be rewarded, huh? Beyond measure. Huh? Your coffers huh? and your life will not be able to hold the blessings, huh? Of your sacrifice and that you gave to God. I want to tell you something, ain't that just like me and you? <laughs> One of these days, my friend, if we'll stay faithful to the end of this day, I tell you there's rewards in heaven that cannot compare to this world. Amen. Peter said, We left all and followed you. Huh? I want to tell you something, my friend. When Jesus had a short life in here, in this world, he lived to be 33 years old, huh? Before they killed him and hung him on a cross. But he only had three years of ministry. That's not very long. I can't believe it. I think I've been preaching five Four or five years, something like that. It's unreal. I mean, it's just, it don't seem like it, huh? But Jesus only preached three. Three years. And these disciples, they followed Him everywhere He went. They were right there. The only time they wasn't around is when He went up into the mountain to pray. Huh? And talk to God alone. That's a lesson for me and you. We better get alone. Huh? And pray to God. Right. And take that time and that fellowship alone with Him. Huh? I want to tell you something. That's where we regain strength. 
That's where my friend, my, I tell you, I don't know how many times, huh, and I'm not no prayer warrior, believe me. I wish I could pray, and I wish I could pray longer and better and with more intensity. But I want to tell you something. There's times in prayer, my friend, I got the hell. Wow, that I needed. Amen. He was there. Right. And picked me up and carried me on to the next road that I was to travel down. Right. Amen. They went with him everywhere he went. They seen his miracles. Huh? Yes, they ate with him. Huh? They slept with him. Huh? And the purpose, my friend, huh, for all this was the church that we're in today. Right. <laughs> Trace it back, my friend, from the beginning of the Christ and the disciples, huh? And you come up to date today, my friend, and we're in this church because of them. Huh? The chosen twelve. And of course, the blood of Christ. Right. Amen. They were the future church. Huh? These are the disciples that laid the foundations, my friend, of the truth that are in God's Word. Huh? They were going to go out into all the world and preach the gospel. Hmm? You know, we have a personal relationship with Christ, but we wouldn't be in the church this morning. Right. <laughs> yes, sir. If it went personal, of what He done for us, we wouldn't be here. Hmm? But we never seen the Christ. We never seen Jesus, huh? Think about it. They were with Him. They were with the divine Son of God. In the flesh! Huh? And I want to tell you something. Those crowds seen a lot of things. Huh? Out there, the miracles and everything Jesus did. But they were in the inner circle. They were alone with Him in the teachings of the doctrine of the Word of God. That... The plain, I don't know what word to use, the plain, unadulterated truth of God. They got it straight from Christ. Right. Where'd Christ get it? Straight from God. Right. Here's your mission. <laughs> Here's what you're going to do. Huh? Here's how it's going to be. And Christ taught them everything and, and preached to them huh? everything that God had given him. I'm going to read another reading in here shortly. It's one of the best prayers in the Bible. But here they were equipped and getting equipped huh, to go out into all the world huh, to save the lost people and bring the message of Christ. And I want to tell you something, friend. It's not stopped. <laughs> it's still going on today, my friend. Huh, and it's still working. We had the, the testimony of, of Lamar when he come here from his, 
on the, uh, and explain to us the mission trip. Huh? You remember that? Every one of us in this church, when he came and spoke to us, we were touched by what he said. See, we don't see stuff. We're not out there in that. We're just in our world. He's in a different world on a different mission, and he brought it to us. You know what he said? You remember what he said? I'll never forget it. If I can get it out right. Huh? He said he, he was having doubts. Huh? About what he was doing and his calling. Huh? And he left that. I forget where it was at. Whether I was there, I can't remember. It don't matter. Where's it at? Haiti, yes. Haiti, that's where it's at. He said he left that place. And I don't know if this was the exact words he said, but he kept hearing that voice. He kept hearing them people in his head, which they weren't saying it. It was the Holy Spirit saying it to him. Who's going to go for us? Who's going to go for us? Who's going to save us? Who's going to bring the gospel to us? Then he realized, my friend, what God had called him there for. Huh? And what his mission was. I'll tell you, the disciples went out for us. Amen. Praise God. And you know, those disciples, I tell you, they followed the Lord. And, uh, And he asked him one day, he said, who do men say that I am? They asked the question, he asked the question to his disciples. He said, who do men say that I am? And some of them said, and they said, John the Baptist that arose from the dead? Elias? Huh? Or one of the prophets? Now listen to me. Huh? He said, whom do you say that I am? I'm not going to ask. Now I'm going to ask you the question of you twelve. Who do you say that I am? Who am I to you personally? Forget about everybody else but yourself. Who who am I to you? And Peter stood up and said those famous words. Thou art the Christ. The Son of the Living God. And what Jesus say? He said, Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But my Father which is in him. Then what he say? Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Huh? What was he going to build the rock of? What is the rock? It wasn't Peter, my friend. I tell you what, it was Christ. And who is Christ? Christ is the head of the church. Huh? We're just the body parts in that body of Christ with all different functions. Huh? Peter also said, We are, we know. We know that thou art that Christ. Listen, that should come. 
I wrote that. It's back there on the bulletin board. What a good motto. We are sure. Huh? You are he that the scriptures huh, wrote about. Amen? And they come along, my friend, and they follow Jesus. Down, right down to the end. Huh? Till it came down to his betrayal. Huh? And his crucifixion. They were faithful to him until that time. When they come and got Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Huh? When Judas betrayed him, told the, the, the chief priest who he was, you know what? Another thing was, I want to tell you something. <laughs> Jesus was just an ordinary looking man. You hear me? There wasn't nothing special about Jesus in his appearance. Huh? He didn't have some halo like a lot of people and a lot of pictures and everything shows. He was just a normal, ordinary guy. You know why I can say that? Because the Word says it. When they came, when Judas brought those, the, the high priests, the soldiers and everything, you know what he did? Huh? There they was. There, there was 11 of them standing there with Jesus. You know what Judas did? He had to pick him out. He had to tell the soldiers, that one right there is Jesus. There was nothing special about him in his appearance. Huh? But yet, he was the son of the living God. Huh? Amen? Isaiah said that. Huh? He was, there was, he was just comely. There was nothing important about him as far as his appearance goes. But I tell you, he was the son of God. Huh? And when they took him, huh? And led him into Pilate's hall. Those disciples... Scattered like rabbits. They were gone. You know why? They were scared. Because they knew they were next. Huh? Some of them had families. Peter did. Peter was married. Huh? We just know that. But I'm sure the other guys was married too, some of them. And had families. Huh? They didn't want to die. And they scattered. Huh? And ran. But I'm going to tell you something. After the resurrection, after Christ rose from the dead, and they seen him again, their hope and their strength was restored. All the faith that they lost there huh, when, he, when, he, when he went to the cross and his death, all, all that they had Oh, my friend, all the, all the spiritual life was just kind of just sucked out of them. But when they seen his face, <laughs> their strength was renewed and their hope was restored in him. Amen? And they got new life. <laughs> I tell you what, when we prayed through, 
whether it was at an altar or wherever it was at, when we prayed through and touched Christ and asked Him to forgive us of our sin, whatever it was, forgive us of our backsliding, whatever position we was in, my friend, He give us new life. Yes, sir. Huh? Right. I tell you what, after they had that new life, my friend, they knew they were on a mission. Huh? They knew then that there was a purpose and a meaning for their life. They left all. They gave up all. They were living sacrifices to God and for His work. Amen? Praise God. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. This is a message in itself. Huh? By the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. What else? Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know what that mind is? That's the mind of Christ. They had the mind of Christ, my friend, when they went out on that mission. When they went out on that mission. And I thought about this. I thought about this. Christ appeared to him, talked to him. I think he was with him about 40 days. And then he ascended up to heaven. Huh? And they witnessed that. They seen him go up. And they were amazed. Huh? They looked and watched. Huh? Now where's he going to go? He's told them. He told them everything he was going to do. He told them everything that would happen to him. He never left nothing out. Huh? We hear a lot of things. <laughs> Don't we? We hear a lot of things. Huh? A lot of stories. Huh? But yet, when it comes to reality and it's happening before our own eyes, there's a little bit of different perspective put on it, isn't there? And they stood there and they looked up. Huh? And there he went. His feet was on the ground. And then he left up and he went up. Huh? And sent it out of their sight. Huh? And the two angels, the two men stood there in white apparel, said, Why stand ye gazing at this Christ? Huh? Why are you looking for him? I want to tell you something. Those angels have been where me and you are. <laughs> they haven't lived in the world that me and you are living in today. Amen. And they looked up. They said, Why are you standing gazing at this? This same Jesus will come in like manners. And here is the kicker. Amen. Before this happened, Jesus told them, Huh? You're not going to do anything until you receive the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes, sir. Hear me out. You're not going to be able to do anything until the Holy Spirit comes and descends on you. And when He does, He's going to give you the power to preach the gospel 
and teach the gospel and convert the world. Huh? He's going to teach you. The comforter is going to remind you of everything that I told you. It is very important that you get him and you grasp him. I want to tell you something, church. Listen, it's the same for you and I. we got to have God's spirit and be filled with his spirit, my friend, to function and to do those things that he wants us to do in this life. Huh? He said, for without me, you could do nothing. Huh? But when he's inside of you, you can do everything. That he wants to. By his will. Amen. And I'm going to tell you what. When they went up in the upper room. And the Holy Spirit came. Huh? And they were endued with power. From on high. Huh? What they were afraid of before. <laughs> of the leaders. Huh? Of the scribes and the Pharisees. And, and, and the governors. Huh? Of the nation. They went out boldly huh, and told them just the way it was. They were scared no more, my friend. And all of them, my friend, were martyred beside John. John was the only disciple that wasn't martyred. Huh? They stuck him out in, on the island of Patmos huh, as an old man to die out there. What did he give us? The book of Revelation. <laughs> I tell you what, God's not done with us right. until we breathe our last breath. Right. He's got a purpose and a mission for each one of us. Amen. Yes, Praise God. And they were endued with power and the Scripture said, my friend, that they turned the world upside down with their preaching. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm not going to go through all this. I just want to go through. I've had a lot of notes on this chapter. And I want to go here and it says in verse 17. You don't have to follow it, but it's in chapter 17, John 17. He said, and I have, I have manifested my name unto the man which thou gavest me. Now you notice that? That you gave me, God. I didn't pick him. You chose him and then I picked him out. <laughs> that make any sense? Uh, it gavest me out of the world. Thine they are, and thou hast given me them, and they have kept my word. Now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. For I have given unto them the words, listen, which thou gavest me, and, has and they have received them, and have surely known, listen, that I came from thee, and that and they have believed that thou didst sent me. Sent me. I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me, for they are thine. And mine are thine, and thine are mine, and I'm glorified in them. And I am no more in the world. Now listen, but these are in the world, and I come to thee, Holy Father. Keep them through thy... Uh, thy own name whom thou hast given me that they may be one as we are one here it is <clears throat> neither I pray for these alone 
But for them also, listen, which shall believe on me through their word. That's you and me. Yes, sir. That comes down to me and you. Jesus prayed for us and he prayed for this church. And I'm going to quit at 1230. Let me tell you something this morning. Huh? This church, of course it didn't look like this. It was called the Southside Tabernacle. Huh? And it was built back in the 40s. As far as I know, I'm just going off of what I know in the memory. It was built back in 1940. And it was called the Southside Tabernacle. <laughs> okay? Those people, listen, that built this church back in the 40s, huh? The foundations, listen, not, not the, uh, the brick, the blocks, and the mortar, and the wood, and the shingles, and the rafters. That's not what I'm talking about. Huh? The foundations, my friend, that they built on was Jesus Christ and the apostles. And they built this church because God had converted their soul and saved them, my friend. And they had a mission and a purpose. Let's build this church, my friend, huh? where we can worship God huh? and we can go out and save the people in this community. Man. Huh? Listen. Titus blessed me this morning as I thought about it. Huh? We are blessed because, my friend, we're still going. Right. There's still a mission for us. Yes, Amen. And it's a privilege to sit in this little church this morning. Huh? That was established, my friend, on the Word of God Amen. and the blood of Christ. Amen. Amen. Listen, I'm telling you a truth. There's churches are fading away and passed away and the doors are being shut, my friend, and they're sold and people's made of houses and residential dwellings, my friend. Huh? But not our church. Let's just keep going Amen. and keep plowing on. Right. Huh? God's blessed us so much, my friend. Huh? He's given, He's put money in our coffers and in our treasures, my friend. He's helped us to do all the work of this church and the parsons, my friend. There's a purpose behind it. Right. Huh? And that purpose and that mission is to win people to Christ. Amen. Huh? That they might come into this church, my friend, huh? and realize, my friend, that there's a God in heaven huh? and that we're different than the world. Right. We have a relationship with the Heavenly Father. My friend, huh? And I'll tell you what, they'll find what's missing in the depths of their hearts. You know, each soul that's not saved, my friend, there's a void. Huh? God created every one of us. Huh? Listen, He created every one of us. Huh? He knew who He was. Listen. He knew what color hair we'd have, what color eyes we'd have. He knew whether we'd be male or female. He knew it all, even before we was conceived in our mother's womb. He knew it all. Yes. Amen. So without him, huh? There's a void in the lost person's life, huh? And they'll never able to fill fill that void. They try to fill it, huh? 
They try to fill it with drinking, drugs, sex, all these things of the world, and all the pleasures of the world. But they'll never feel, huh? They'll never feel the dark, the emptiness, huh? And that lostness until they meet the Christ of Calvary. Amen? We're a church. Listen, here's our mission. To win the loss of Christ and be an example huh, who Jesus is. Right. Huh, that Christ will live in us huh, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. And the mission will go on. I don't know how much longer we're going to be here before Christ comes back. Huh, I have no idea. But we've got to keep pressing on. Huh? I want to tell you something. You felt huh? when you come into this church this morning, you felt something different. Huh? You felt God's presence. Why did you feel that for? Well, one reason is God's faithful to His church. Huh? But you felt it when you come in and the people of God were here. Huh? It's been six days. It's been seven. Huh? It's been since last Sunday we came. I know, i got to shut up. <clears throat> it's been a week. Huh? Before we've seen each other. And now we're all here together again. And God's came. And blessed us. And helped us. And strengthened us. Amen. It doesn't get, listen, any better than this. Right. This is our favorite day. It ought to be the Christian's favorite day. Sunday, the day when we come into the house of God and worship Him, sing the songs of victory, the songs of Zion, and we pray together and we witness and hear the testimonies. Huh? Why is that? Huh? Because the people that built this church had a firm foundation in Christ. Huh? They got together, they prayed about it, huh? They had faith. And God said, build it. I'll supply all the needs. I'll supply all the materials. I'll supply the money. I'll supply the carpenters. I'll supply the electricians. I'll supply it all. Because of your faithfulness. And there's a purpose behind it. Huh? That we would win the lost in a generation. Where are we at? I got quit. You know what? Mordecai is going to kill every Jew. Huh? Back there in Persia, they was going to kill every Jew who was sentenced to death. Listen to me. They're going to wipe out the whole, huh? Every Jew that was on the face of the earth. Kill them all. Esther rose to power and become queen and had favor with the king who had the power to make this happen. And you know what Mordecai, her uncle, said, which he raised her as a little girl? He said, don't you think that you have come to power for such a time as this? I want to tell you something, church, and I'm done. This is my last words. God's put us here today 
because we're living in a time huh, that I believe that's never been that the church has never been in before. I can't I can feel it, huh? And I'm trying to understand it and I'm trying to see it, and it's still kind of foggy, but I believe the church is living in a time where it's never lived before. But let me tell you something. It's a time for such a time as this. This little church, we gotta rise up. And carry the blood-stained manner of Christ to this lost and dying world. Amen.